0: Welcome to The Real Photo Show, sponsored today by the School of Visual Arts MFA Photo, Video, and Related Media Program, chaired by Charles Traub. My guest today is Stanley Greenberg. Stanley stopped by to talk about his new book, Codex New York, Typologies of the City. Uh, And it's a fascinating view of New York City organized by infrastructure, topography, carved out spaces, and architectural history. Uh, Stanley walked every block of Manhattan as part of this urban catalog of New York. So we'll talk about how this work got started and actually how it started out as a different project. Uh, Also, how Stanley got started in photography and worked his way through various agencies in New York City government. And then we'll talk a little bit about how Stanley's politics influenced his work. So if you don't know Stanley Greenberg, I'll read a little bit about him from his publisher, Monticelli Press. Uh, Stanley Greenberg is a Brooklyn-based photographer and author of numerous books, including Invisible New York, The Hidden Infrastructure of the City, Waterworks, A Photographic Journey Through New York's Hidden Water System, Architecture Under Construction, and Time Machines. His photographs are held in prominent collections, including the Metropolitan Museum of Art, the Whitney Museum of American Art, the New York Public Library, the Yale University Art Gallery, and the Los Angeles County Museum of Art. And there are others. Uh, Stanley has received a Guggenheim Fellowship, as well as grants from the Alfred P. Sloan Foundation, the National Endowment for the Arts, the New York Foundation for the Arts, and the New York State Council on the Arts and that doesn't even touch the 20-some-odd shows he has listed on his website. So you can check out more of Stanley's work at Greenberg all one word, dot org, while you're listening to the episode. And just in time for this episode, Stanley will be doing a book signing and a talk at the Metropolitan Museum of Art Bookstore on June 11th from 6 to 8 p.m. in New York City. Uh, also in New York, Stanley will be talking at the School of Visual Arts Theatre on 23rd Street, but I won't bother giving you the date and time for that because I was told it is sold out. Uh, so no uh, real more personal announcements or events for me coming up. I'm basically in summer mode now just trying to get a little bit more of my own photography done. Uh, a few trips planned and uh, working on the photo lab at my college trying to uh, install a new computer lab. Oh, and there will be a summer show at the JKC Gallery just working out... A few more of the details. This one's going to be a show of current and former students from Mercer. It's in conjunction with a summer jazz concert down in Trenton. So the reception should be a lot of fun. I'll let you know when that's happening. Uh, The only thing I would ask if you're a listener, if you could give me some nice feedback on some of your listening platforms, that would really help boost the show in terms of searches. Uh, I'm always amazed when... There's a defunct photo podcast that comes a little ahead of me in the searches. Uh, So uh, that would help me out a lot. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. And we will talk soon. First non-rainy day in what feels like a f- the 40 days and 40 nights. Yes, I agree. <laughs> nice to be outside. But you didn't—you didn't bike in. No, not this time. Yeah, I took the subway. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Your book, Codex, uh, Codex New York City, is that out now, or is it on its uh, way to being? May
1: out? May 28th publication date.
0: Okay, so by the yes. time this airs, it will be out. Yes. Yeah, uh, very nice. Yeah. And then, what would be the best way to uh, purchase it? Oh, your local bookstore, for sure. Um, Also,
1: I'm doing a talk for Open House New York on June 13th. Okay. Details should be on their website soon, and they'll be selling books there. And I'm also doing an event at the Metropolitan Museum of Art bookstore. Wow. On June 11th, which is Museum Mile
0: Night. Oh, so June's going to be busy for you. Yeah, June will be busy. Yeah, yeah. There's... um Usually, I think photographers always think of summer, artists always think of summer as a more quiet time, but I think that's... Not me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) As long as it's not too hot, it's a great time to be out and shoot. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 You sent me a a copy to look at, and it's fantastic, Thank you. by the way. It is so interesting to look at. You've broken the city down into chapters or uh, types, right? Right, Um, exactly. And uh, uh, well, I thought what was funny when I, I saw it was you actually even the types are in alphabetical order <laughs> in the book.
1: Yeah, for lack of a better <laughs> strategy about how to how to sequence them, that seemed to make it, sense since it was kind of a, a catalog or a field guide. It does. Yeah.
0: It, there is it's there's a catalog quality to it. Yeah. Of course, you, you know. You, Whenever I read about you, someone always men- mentions the Beschers. Yeah, right. I, mean, and, I get that, <laughs> but and, and it is a typology style sure. Uh, sure. book, but it, it is all within New York, so it's not a, a typology style in the sense that you know you found the same thing in multiple cities around right. the world, kind of idea. No. Right, right.
1: Maybe more Rouche than Bescher.
0: Yes, yeah, absolutely. But so it starts with alleys and it ends on waterfront, and I love that actually. Good. I love that because I it's um, it's leaving it up to the the reader and the viewer to go through it and and be surprised by things without you saying, uh, the most important stuff is here, and then I have this here, and then, you know, and I, I really love this. And in fact, the uh, really interesting part was be, just by virtue of W's, you ended on water supplies and waterfront, and right. and I feel like you were almost returning home in some yes, ways. Yes, <laughs> I definitely felt that. Yeah, 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 right? right. It was great. I know there's a little bit of story as to how this started, and it didn't start out as this book. It no. It started out as a completely different idea. Right. What was that idea? So
1: I'd, I had noticed a lot of the big empty spaces in Manhattan that sometimes lingered and sometimes didn't, and thought those... Those are interesting viewpoints to shoot from. I'd like to go do that with my view camera, which is what I'd worked with for decades. And I thought, well, how am I going to find all these places? And I thought, okay, I will do a little bit of walking. I'll take some notes. Maybe I'll take a little camera with me to take some some notes like that. And I decided to start at the Battery, and with not really a great idea about anything else other than looking for these places and within the first half hour I realized this is a completely different project than I thought it was and there are all these different kinds of buildings and structures and arrangements from different eras of city planning and so many different things that make up the city that I've been looking at for so long that maybe this is the time to photograph them and this is my excuse to walk every block of Manhattan.
0: (laughs) So that's what I did. That in some ways is that um, even at the first time you realized that this well-defined idea that you had Mm -hmm. of these these empty spaces in New York, which you know you would think are kind of rare, but you 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 actually even in this book you found not, quite yeah. a few, yeah, right. yeah, because there is such turnover at construction in New York, right? Right. But um, suddenly realizing that you know what, I'm going to have to do this much bigger thing. Is, is that uh It was. What, it was more like, oh wow, this is great, rather than <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. Oh, I have
1: to do more. Yeah. No, yeah. that it was kind of exactly what I needed, and it became a real transition for me, too, and I went from working with the view camera um, to working with a small camera, and part of it became about, you know, taking away the importance of the one big heroic photograph and trading it for a series of photographs about something, and also for myself, I wanted to see if I could make good pictures working in a completely different way than I had worked before.
0: That's a great way to describe it because the book is laid out in series. The book is laid out. There are large images and then there are groups of images, like a, a light box, right? Yeah. So we were just talking outside in the hallway before the show with some folks and it was mentioned that this is very different for you. It's not the big camera. It's not the film. But you said it's all me. I said, that's me. <laughs> that's what I'm doing now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. You,
1: I mean, you always want your work to change at some point and you don't want it to be forced. And this was just completely natural.
0: Yeah. And so what, what, um, what camera were you using just for, um, information I started sake?
1: out, I was using a Leica digital camera, mm-hmm. um, which was great in some ways and not great in other ways. And I, I don't know if there is a single camera that would be the right one. I'm using a Sony now for that sort of work. I mean it's it's I found the Leica not so easy to focus built on buildings mm-hmm. because of the way their focusing works, but most of what I did was with the zone focus so it didn't matter that much.
0: Anyway, the nobody really cares, but yeah. no, I I know I try to not even
1: get into that because it's so
0: unimportant. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So uh, the uh, the introduction to the book is written by Carrie Jacobs. Carrie Jacobs, sorry, yeah. yes, Carrie Jacobs. And how did that? Um, how did you come together on that? Uh, I've known Carrie for a long time. Um, she says that in the she, in the introduction. Yeah. Right. She she met you with on Waterworks, I think, when you were working on Waterworks she, or something like that. I met like her
1: that. at a party afterwards. Oh, okay. And and she said some really nice things about the work, and so we got to be friends. And, you know, not close, but mm-hmm. I, she was one of the people I thought of immediately when we, we said, okay, who's going to write this essay? And we had a great time. We actually did another project just a few months ago for Curbed. She wanted to see if you could walk from Long Island City to LaGuardia Airport and that was ah. just in my line of work so
0: <laughs> i went with her and photographed it and and yes you can and we did yeah, yeah. she has this great line about the smartphone is a mind suck of historic proportions yeah <laughs> i if if there's one thing i'd like to achieve with
1: this book is to get a few more people to look up from their phones
0: right right and and she um she and that, and that's a, a big part of her essay is paying attention yes like yes. the way you see and of course for photographers that's Seems obvious, right? You know, one of the things that I think I think we kind of assume that the the smartphone has taken our attention away from other things, which it has. It obviously sure. it really has. I mean because yeah. people are just walking around staring at their phones. Do yeah. you ever walk behind someone on their phone and they wobble a little left, wobble a little right, ever? You can't figure, out like get, you can't figure out how to get every day? Figure out how to get around them. Yes. <laughs> we call those the listing people. That's right. <laughs> but but I also am not sure that people in general, especially in New York City, really ever paid a lot of attention to the architectural details and the. I think when you get here, you do. And then there's mm-hmm. a a blind, not a, a there's a, 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 a I don't know what's the word. Um, a, a routine. Yeah. Ever, that, <laughs> 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 I say routine. You say jaded. <laughs> <laughs> that you get into and you, you 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 learn your roots and you learn your sure. ways and and you kind of stop paying attention. And it is interesting. There are days. Uh, even you know because I walk, I walk from the Path Train to SVA to record, and I right. walk from you know whatever point A to point B all the time, and I get that way too. So you know you get into this sort I of mostly tunnel don't.
1: focus, and it's almost a curse sometimes. Mm-hmm. I
0: have to look at everything, um,
1: but and sometimes I stop and look up at buildings and I think, oh well, probably everyone around me thinks I'm a tourist, but <laughs> that's right. In a way, I am. But I yeah. grew up here, and it's it's still you know it's always new.
0: Well, yeah. and old because. I think one of the most beautiful part, points in your book. Um, it's gonna. I'm gonna find it. I'm looking at a list. It's 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 mixed in with the geology and topography, <laughs> and the little streets and the relics. This old and new. The leftovers. Yeah. yeah, and I mean there are there are there are images in your book where it looks like it looks like, uh, uh, you know, 70s apartment buildings were built next to castles, right? right these right, stone right. walls and the, you yeah. know, these grand staircases and all these things. And uh, there's, yeah, ju- there's, yeah they, it's just really uh, these beautiful little features about New York. And those are the things you get used to seeing, oh, other people, not you, <laughs> <laughs> right? And then they're so beautifully pointed out in the book. Right, yeah. well, that's, if if I make you look more, that uh, succeeded. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, it's, and what I was gonna say before, it's like that moment when the weather changes and you get something different, a little different light or a little different something. and it's yes. like, oh yeah, that giant I, white building has been there the whole time, right, right. right. or did they paint that building? <laughs> right or did they change the windows?
1: and it's it's just that the light is different.
0: so it's really really a a, a great book to look through. i've and I've only, I've only had one good pass through it, mm-hmm. really, and and it is a book you will go back to, and I think just good look I'm for more because especially with the series of photos, yes, because they're smaller, you they're designed for your eye to scan. They're right. set up in that way, right. that railroad right. track kind of, you know, looking through. Right. At the Met, uh, you said at the uh, the bookstore, yeah. Um, are you speaking, signing? Um, we haven't
1: it? worked it out. I'm definitely mm-hmm. signing. I think I have maybe 15 minutes to talk but not a way to show pictures so right. i'll i'll have to think of something interesting to say
0: yeah well that's that's I, so yeah. that's what i'm i'm wondering yeah. um when you do talk about the book you have all these great little introductions to each chapter they're mm-hmm. very short right they're very succinct but they they sort of uh wave in, they 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 go back and forth between um so little personal anecdotes, in a way, and then real, right. real kind of like historical facts and things like right. that. And and of course, there are so many more things
1: that could be said about most of the pictures, but I, I didn't want to do that because I didn't want to get you to get bogged down in the writing. I want you to look at the pictures.
0: I think it's the perfect amount because you've already Good. read the introduction. Okay. And then you're looking at a lot of pictures. Right. And then you get this break with these chapters. Um, and then just, it's a, there are sweet little introductions. Okay, good. That, yeah. That's the part that I wrote. So I'm yeah, yeah. glad to hear that. Yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. How did you decide then? Keep them short and sweet and what, um, like how did you edit down all the things you probably wanted to say?
1: Well, actually it's funny. Some of them I had more to say than we had room for and some of them I was sort of, I struggled a bit like in my editor, Alan Rapp at Monticelli, he's a, a very good writer and urbanist, too. So he contributed some, some ideas and, that I worked on. And it's hard to say. I mean, some of them I felt more close to, and some of them I felt, you know, to write personally. And some of them I thought, well, this requires a little bit of more of a historical explanation, or no one will know what I'm talking about. So it was a combination. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there were, there were a bunch of typologies that didn't make it into the book, sometimes because they required too much explanation. Oh. I had a whole series of photographs of buildings and houses where artists and musicians lived. And I thought, well, I'm not going to label each one of these, so it just doesn't <laughs> make sense. And there, you know, I probably photographed five different places that were de Kooning's studio. No, <laughs> so you know all the abstract expressionists had studios That's downtown, right. and a lot of the musicians that were uptown.
0: And uh, um, some of the the different types are shorter and longer, and right, right. there's some quick well, ones and some longer ones. Right. Well, part of the interesting thing about walking was to see
1: what what's everywhere and what's really concentrated in a few places. So, playgrounds are everywhere. Different kinds of infrastructure. Are everywhere. There's only a few places where the neighborhood is completely disjointed by a bridge or a tunnel, although they're from the battery up to Inwood. Trying to think what was more localized. I think, well, the,
0: the sanitation was a shorter. Right. Sanitation, right, there's right. only one really big facility in right. Manhattan. Right, the big archway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. And then with, uh, I think it was wastewater treatment. You. you there's been so much work done with wastewater. There are so many new things with that, right? right? And I yeah. cheated
1: a little bit on that. I, yeah. I had to do a detour to Brooklyn um, Greenpoint Newtown Creek. <laughs> yeah, wastewater treatment plant treats a lot of Manhattan's water, so yes. I thought that was a that was a fair thing to do.
0: Absolutely, it's uh, <laughs> all the yeah. shit goes through there. Right. <laughs> it's only fair. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Since then, I've done another couple. I did a few other projects. I, I walked the roots of all the water tunnels. Two of which go through Manhattan, mm-hmm. um, and I've been photographing all of the little sewer pumping stations all over the city. Mm. So I keep I keep making all these different maps of infrastructure that I'm sure the city would prefer I not have. But, right. Um, there's um, I have them.
0: There's an image in the book of the map, kind of a fuzzy yeah. It was from one day's walk. Is and and the and then you hand drew the red lines on the map. Yeah,
1: I would just. I would print a little Google map for each day mm-hmm. of where I thought I was going, and then just every
0: five or ten blocks, draw in where I had been. Right. And and all the plates are listed with location. Yeah. Right? They're yeah. usually
1: general locations. Yes, they're very general. I didn't usually put yeah. street names on them.
0: Right. And then the um, one of the, the more fascinating parts, I thought, was uh, parking sheds. <laughs> yeah.
1: I thought I could yeah. do a whole book of these.
0: Right. They're so interesting. And I, you do get the feeling looking at them, just because of the history of New York, that you you just know eventually they're gonna go the way of the newsstand and the city's gonna come by and say you, have to, you have to use these stainless yeah. steel things right. with uh, advertising on them and and uh, uh, you know flat panel screens and yeah. everything right right, right. right. <laughs> so so it's 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 probably a good yeah. time to and they seem, document those
1: they seem pretty what's the right word I, I I haven't seen them really in any other cities I'm sure there oh. are some yeah. But most cities those kinds of parking lots are more of a self-serve kind of a thing, yeah,
0: and some of them remind me of the um, the kind of um beach house, Cabana house kind of <laughs> things you <laughs> used to see in the lower east Side right. in the gardens, Sure, because it's so sure. personal, yeah, right yeah. there's right. a there's a yeah real personal pride to them, right. Let's go back a little bit okay you um you worked for New York. For seven years uh, in, in the city? city government. Yeah,
1: yeah. Seven depends on how you count,
0: but seven, okay, seven or eight years. <laughs> Roman numerals. There was a little break in the
1: middle. <laughs> okay, or
0: or towards the end, oh, I yeah. should say. W- what were you in? What were you doing?
1: Oh, I worked at so many different agencies. Oh. Um, a couple of them. I worked at HRA and then DEP, which is where I did get to start seeing the infrastructure of the oh, city. That's- and then I, when I worked at Parks, I worked for a deputy commissioner who kept getting promoted, so I'd go wherever was she was. Was that Howard went. Stern? When, when Henry Stern was Henry the commissioner. Henry Stern, I Howard Stern, the, Yeah. <laughs> I worked for the deputy commissioner, so I went to DOT with her and then the mayor's office of operations. Oh, okay. And then I left to be a photographer and then was kind of pretty much made an offer I couldn't refuse to go back and work at the Department of Cultural Affairs, which was the agency I had always wanted to work at and never had an opportunity and then sort of had it, you know, dangled in front of me. So why, I, why did you want that agency? Well, that seemed to fit my background the most, at being in the arts and having a, a master's in public administration and having been involved in politics. That seemed to put all of my different skills together, and it did, but...
0: Then I wasn't happy there after oh. a while. So, <laughs> at what point did you realize you wanted to do photography and just photography?
1: Oh well, that that I figured out in graduate school, oh, wow. which was not for photography. At the but Maxwell it, School, but it, yeah, but it was in Syracuse, and I spent all my time at Lightwork. Oh, so that that was kind of the oh, this is much more interesting than what I'm doing. <laughs> so. Huh. So, but, then you, but I didn't know how to make a living doing it. I, was just I wasn't say, interested still in commercial work. I didn't think I could get a teaching job without the right degree. I was somewhat interested in photojournalism, but not enough to want to do that. I wanted to make artworks. And I thought, okay, I'll figure this out eventually. Hmm. Yeah.
0: What was then your training in photography?
1: Well, my father was a high school art teacher, so he taught me some of the basics in our basement bathroom darkroom, much of which I had to relearn later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, in college, I studied... First, I studied biology and then art history, and there was a small photo department, and I took two photo classes, which I liked a lot. And this was at wanted, Stony Brook? Yeah, at Stony Brook. And I liked, I wanted to take the third class, which is when the chair of the department said... Well, your work isn't really any good. You should find something else to do. Wow. So <laughs> oh. did I do it Stony for spite? I don't what know. You...
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should go into uh, medicine, biology, uh there'sn't that stuff. I wanted to be
1: an environmental
0: activist <laughs> oh. and okay. and some of my work goes that way anyway, so that's <laughs> right. Fine. Yeah. Oh. Did you did you grow up in Manhattan? In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. 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 And right. and both your parents from Brooklyn or yeah, um, and both teachers. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are they both still with us? No. Are in fact, oh,
1: my father died when he was 51 and How old were you? I was 23 or so. Oh, okay. They had you pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was he was getting ready to retire from teaching to go back to being a painter. Mm. And didn't get to, and that was one of the signals to me that don't wait till you retire.
0: Oh yeah. 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 And your mother? And my mother was a librarian teacher and she's still in Brooklyn. Okay. Um,
1: yeah. And doing fine. Yeah.
0: So you were spending a lot of time with Lightwork? Yeah. Light Masters, And then while you were working for the city, how much were you photographing?
1: Um, I had taken a couple trips. I remember taking a trip to Florida. I was sort of inspired by Stranger Than Paradise, the film. i thought this Mm -hmm. looks like an interesting place to photograph and that was probably the first place I went that made me think I could make some good pictures Hmm. and and I did a trip to the west and then in between in between one of my jobs a couple of jobs I went to Japan for a month and photographed a lot there so so I would take breaks and do it and it wasn't enough but it was enough to tell me
0: that this this is something I want to do were you shooting 35 millimeter film back then
1: no I was shooting two and a quarter
0: oh okay Yeah. yeah yeah
1: I never really shot 35 millimeter. Hmm. It never
0: really seemed like the right thing for me. When did you uh, start with the 8x10? Well,
1: I mostly shot 4x5. Um,
0: oh, and so it was 2.25, 4x5? Two and, a quarter and then 4x5. <laughs>
1: I, I shot a little bit with 8x10, but mostly 4x5. Oh, you know,
0: of, I thought Waterworks was shot 8x10. I've well, always thought that's that. That's a very
1: nice compliment. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Part of that I've been is telling that my students that for years. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is how myths begin. That's right. right. The eight right. by ten yeah. photographer. No, it it eleven by fourteen. That's right. <laughs> oh good. So, I mean so many of the so many of the places I go are so difficult to get to physically. I'm already like taking apart everything and putting it in a big backpack. Mm-hmm. So I think an eight by ten just
0: wouldn't have wouldn't <laughs> have
1: done it. But um, You asked me... Oh,
0: so then you went 4 by 5 and... Right. Right.
1: So I I actually... After I had quit my city job, I had a job for a short time at a gallery. And they asked me to shoot transparencies for them. And I had never really played with a 4 by 5 But they had an old speed graphic there. So it needed some repairs and I got it fixed and I just... Learned how to use it. <laughs> so that was the beginning. And then I bought a, I think I probably bought a Toyo at first. And then, uh, and uh, mostly I used uh, Technicarden, So it would fold up pretty small into my backpack.
0: Yeah. You're, you're in a good number of collections uh, and all. And you have a uh, Guggenheim. Yes. Right? right, you're Guggenheim. And a uh, Council of the Arts grant as well. Right. And has, has photography, since, since you've stopped working, For the city, has then that been your primary life, your uh, your work life, your source of income, life, everything else? And
1: yes, Um, I mean (laughs) with with an asterisk, maybe. Sure. um, Yes. Sure. I mean, I my wife is was a full time teacher, Mm -hmm. so that where the health insurance yes, came from, and, exactly. and the, basically the steady income. <laughs> right. some years when there are no grants, there is no money. Yeah, um, of course. Or when there are no sales. <laughs> and when my daughter was born, I'd spent a few years doing more childcare than photography, mm-hmm. and that was great. Um, yeah. But she's grown up now, so. <laughs> Where's your daughter now? Um, she's upstate working on a farm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, nice. For, for the summer.
0: Uh, out of college, right? Yeah. Yeah. A yeah, few yeah. years out. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And then, you know, another part of your, your history has been you've you've been with a, a number of galleries over the years. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. what is what's the what is your sort of gallery experience been like? I mean, you know, I know we were having a little conversation beforehand where there's kind of like a honeymoon and then maybe a right. little breakup, but but when, um when it's good it's good and when yeah. it's bad you don't want to be there. <laughs> 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 and I mean
1: I, I've spent so much time and energy Wanting to make books, that that's really that ends up being the way people see my work mostly. Um, I mean, we know that you don't make money on the photo books either, and you hope that someone will sell the pictures. Mm-hmm. Then, and that has happened at various times, um, especially at the beginning. That the two first, the first two books, um, Invisible New York and Waterworks, are the ones that have the pictures that people still yes. mostly want to buy. Right, but I never really thought. I could make a living at it, so it was never part of the calculation.
0: Yeah, right. And and that is freeing in some ways, too, right? The, right, right. I may mean,
1: often wonder, uh, on the other hand, what it would be like if I did have to make a living at this, and would I be doing more commercial work, or would I be just... Hustling, taking the same photos more. over and over again, right, right. Or, yeah. right, and being stuck in the same groove. So who knows? Yeah. But what I what I have is is perfect. So right.
0: So wait, your your wife's retired now. Yes, she just retired
1: in oh, January. Congratulations. Yeah. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we can travel together to places I want to photograph. Oh, now, how nice! As long as she wants to go there. Does she enjoy it? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. She's she said. Um, there are some places I really want to go and some places you can go
0: on your own and i'm I'm so sorry I'm blanking on her name Lynn Lynn oh yeah. sorry Lynn yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know I know I I think if uh, Cynthia my wife uh, came with me out photographing she'd be so frustrated at the slowness of the pace and the walking up to something and the walking back from something. (laughs) Well, Lynn likes to draw. So she brings a sketch pad and she does that. Oh, that's good. In fact, in the old
1: days, before there were things like the the changing tint that you could put your hands in, she was instrumental in allowing me to go into a car trunk to change film and then letting (laughs) me out when it was time to be let out. Oh, that's great. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So have you been living in Brooklyn then almost your whole life? Well, away
1: for college and grad mm-hmm. school, and then I lived in Manhattan for, I guess maybe five or six years in the eighties. Yeah. Came back to Brooklyn. We, we bought a tiny little apartment. I think it was about three hundred fifty square feet. Wow! And the day I, cl- the day we closed on it in nineteen eighty eight, was the day I gave notice that I was leaving my job. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean, that was in some ways that was paring down and. Getting ready, yeah, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. So what can we afford if I don't make any money? That's right. <laughs> and and teacher salaries
1: were very low at the time. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Yeah, but since you've you've moved uh, once or twice since then. Yeah,
1: we were in Boreham Hill for a long time. And, yeah. And five years ago, we moved to Prospect Lefferts Gardens. So we're right across from Prospect Park. Where oh, how nice. Where yeah. I ride my bike and look at birds all
0: the time. <laughs> While you were working on this book, or or since, um, have you started? Uh, another project are you oh, so many projects, <laughs> yeah, I know because you you work in multiple, yeah, because yeah, everything things, yeah. takes
1: so long to publish you, yeah. you kind of have to be doing a bunch I have, I have one project I did well, I did a few projects right after the the Manhattan walk that were other kinds of walks. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was walking the roots of the water tunnels that I mentioned, and I haven't figured out how that becomes a book. a few of those a few of those pic- pictures of those sites are in. Codex, right? But but that's another whole project.
0: And in I, fact, the construction and the vacant spaces that mm-hmm. seems very much connected to what you were originally going to do, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. The, the vacant open spaces. spaces was the original. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I
1: did another project that I think will be out as a book this fall, um, if not this fall, then this spring, with a Dutch publisher. And it's based on a book photographs that was done around 1900 called the springs and wells of manhattan and the bronx oh which i came across probably in the middle of some other kind of research and and it's it's all these pictures of the springs and wells that people use for drinking water before they either before they got paved over or before they got their croton water from the city and i looked at the book and i thought wow this man is a complete nut job <laughs> and five seconds later realized yeah i'm going to do the same project
0: so so you,
1: i mapped out it's yeah. about 150 sites i mapped out where they all were yeah and i went by subway or a bike or a walk he went by bicycle which is amazing to me because he had this early view camera on a tripod i don't know how he did it i and some his pic, pictures of his bike are in some of the photographs in the book and you don't see anything like a backpack or I I don't know how he did it but his descriptions are what really make the book he talks about you know such and so and so farm farmer um, realizes his cow was missing, and then they discovered the cow at the bottom of the well, and it <laughs> took four men to pull the cow out. That's great. Or, you know, this spring, you can tell, is really good because there are lots of frogs in it, or <laughs> um, a big dog protects the little children that play in this spring. So they're just, it's just a picture of a completely different time. So I'm working with uh, a Dutch publisher, FW Books, and we're combining his text, the original text, and... And smaller versions of the original photographs with my oh, contemporary pictures. You're gonna use those
0: pictures as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Right. How interesting. So it, it uh, this doesn't surprise me at all, because you and I have always been very like minded when it comes to interest in infrastructure and the and the right. way and, and you just kinda of keep digging in yeah. deeper and deeper. So yeah. I I um I had just started looking into there's this old book of poem, uh, a long-form poem on the Passaic River huh. that was hand-illustrated. And I have been photographing the Passaic River for years now. And right, I'm thinking sure. of remaking that book. Oh, That's that so sounds funny. like a great idea. Yeah, you isn't that what definitely. That is that. so wild? Yeah, but, yeah. but I think, I think the, the thing you and I share quite a bit is this, is the way this, and, I, I've, and I'm not the first one to say this. There's even a book on it. I, I, I'm calling it The Archaeology of Capitalism. You sure, know, this that's a good description. This layers of history and how neighborhoods get remade and formed and divided and right and it, and especially I was when I was looking in your your the playground photos I was thinking about this when when I was photographing the the bridges I was thinking of them as thresholds this idea mm-hmm. of of an in between space a before and after and it it affects. The neighborhoods and it affects even the, your sort of your mindset, you know, as you travel across and and right. you know, behavior and things like that. And that's what that threshold is. And in, in have architectural you seen
1: terms. the C. Armagiani show? I no, met because he it's a great show in, oh. in every way. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a section where he built all these little model bridges, ah. and he talks about how the bridge and maybe he was quoting somebody else. The bridge is not. A bridge until it connects the two points, and then it, then it becomes something completely different. Oh yeah, um, no, that's it. Yeah.
0: That's so interesting, right? Otherwise, it's this, this, this feat of architecture and right, this right. structure, right? And how yeah, you but it's the connection it. that makes it a bridge. Yeah, that, that's right. great. Right, that's fantastic. But yeah. but there's nothing more, I think, um, threshold or more behavior modifying than a playground, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's contained. It's structured in a way not to hurt you. It it has it guides children to go up a certain way, come down a certain way, behave, right. behave a certain way, and the you know parents are usually off to the side and watching the kids and right. all these things. And so it, it's such a behavior modification area, right? And it's a place to yes. To, and yeah. thinking
1: about it's changed
0: so much. I mean, yes, I think you're right. They become too safe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and your your photos are definitely contemporary playgrounds. There. Yeah. The bright right. colors, the plastics, the smooth surface surfaces. Yeah. <laughs> there's, right. there's no uh, hot metal slide anymore. <laughs> no,
1: there are a couple of those left. But, okay. Um,
0: and, th- and there's one, I think there
1: there's a playground in Riverside Park that has all of the old equipment and I, and one I found in Washington Heights. Like with oh, the, wow. What we used to call monkey bars and seesaws. Yeah, yeah. yeah but there are very few of those
0: left. <laughs> yeah. But... But, you know, when you came out of uh, the Maxwell School with a a master of public administration, did you know it was going to be that 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 was going to lead you to, you know, working for a municipality and also go along with your interest the kind of jobs you'd have where you would you would be able to see, you know, under the sewers and in the waterworks? And I mean, where which came first, uh, (laughs) you know, the this interest in infrastructure or this interest in sort of management and government and then photography?
1: Well, I think the—I'm
0: going to answer that in reverse order, I
1: think. Sure. Um, The interest in government came from being interested in student politics, and then I had an internship in the House of Representatives in college Mm. and helped run a congressional campaign. So I kind of knew—once I had decided to go to grad school for public administration, I knew I would end up in some kind of government job, and I didn't know if it would be state or federal or city— but i had no idea that that would take me into the infrastructure i think i've thought about this a lot i think that the the early interest in infrastructure came from riding the subway to high school every day and standing in the front car with a couple of my friends and watching the tunnel
0: yeah and that i think that was what did it oh yeah that t- talk about uh Archaeology—you can yeah. really see right. layers yeah. of New York if you stare at that front window, yes. and yes. the surprises of the right. you know right. the closed stations and yeah. the access ways. Right. Yeah. And in
1: fact, I did another project, also trying to figure out how it how it gets published. Hmm. I photographed sequences from all the elevated subway lines, so watching the city get less dense as you go out oh. from the center, and and how businesses and buildings change and and it, I, I really love the angle of view from there because it, it's not street level, and it's not an aerial photograph, hmm. and it's so it gives you some of the best parts of both, and and it's a, yet another view that most people just don't pay attention to because they ride the same line every day and they don't look out the window.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it it is a it's a fairly at some points a uh, um high up view like you said, it's almost aerial like right, right. but it um but it's not you're looking out directionally yeah. right? right so the um this book uh codex codex new york the typologies of the city when you were putting together the the different chapters and and figuring out the photos and then the series and how did you decide um, how did you decide the difference between what would be the larger images, and what would be the the series images?
1: I worked with a good book designer. Nah, and we good. did it together. <laughs> Phil Kavasovic did the book design, mm-hmm. and and we just had a great time. Um, we were friends at the beginning and friends at the end. Yeah. And um, <laughs> sometimes we figured, okay, this there's so much going on in this image that it needs to be a bigger one and mm-hmm. and I always thought that like I want them all to be big but then I thought okay there's a good reason to have sets of four also because you can mm-hmm. compare and contrast so I wouldn't say that it's always that the bigger picture is the one that I
0: like better but but that was often the case oh okay yeah oh are you good at well, I think I know the answer to this. How good are you at letting, other <laughs> letting someone else make those choices? <laughs> well, we made a lot of them together. Yeah.
1: And, and and I think the way we started out was that I made the initial selection of pictures for each chapter. Mm-hmm. And Phil made the first cut of a sequence. Oh, okay. And then we met and moved a bunch of things around. And sometimes we decided that some pictures were not right, and I I had taken so many pictures that there were usually others to look at to to swap in. Yeah, it was also difficult sometimes to figure out which pictures went in which category because some of them they overlap could right. be in two or three or four categories.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. The um, I think one of the mo- more interesting and clearly from your mind chapters is the buttresses, and right? that might be <laughs> one of my favorites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right because. You know what? So we, you know, if you take art history, you learn about flying buttresses and things like that. Exactly. You just don't yeah. think of it as part of New York, right? Except for St. John's. Uh, but um, yeah. but but here are these rusty iron there they are. things, yeah. and they're all over the place. And yeah. you know, I, I think you describe them as you know, half. Some of them are just left over, like they were supposed to be removed and they were never removed, right? Right. right. Yeah,
1: that's right. so such an. I mean, the buildings often depend on each other to stand up, and if you take one
0: away, you right. need more support. <laughs> yeah. And that's what the book is like. It's, it's these fascinating details that we, uh, we don't think to categorize, right? We don't right. think we don't right. see it as repetitive and in, in, in a category way, and, yeah. and so you yeah. th- just your ability to point that out is is really fantastic. And of course, grid non-grid, you know, you realize there's flat yeah. irons all over the place, right? That's right. There are
1: there yeah. are, and there there are places where either the the grid that the city laid out in the nineteenth century didn't didn't meet, or it came after there were too many streets laid out, um, or uptown where it just didn't go that far north.
0: Yeah, and I find that non-grid is really uh, uh, present in the Bronx. Right? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, the, sure. the curves and the way they worked yeah. around. Well, there's so much more topography there that's to it. go up and down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah the, the hills, the little mountains, right? And, and river, too. So <laughs> Yes, <Yeah>. that's right. <laughs> right. So one of the things I thought about while I was looking at this is it for you and, and for the work you've done and the interests you have, I this book almost feels a bit like an opus in a sense. Like it's, it's almost a culmination of all the different things you've been looking at over the years in New York. Do you feel that way at all? I don't, I don't mean like this is it for you and right. now it's time to move to a new... <laughs> in, and do move, something else. Move to a farm, but yes. Right, right, right. <laughs> but do you see it as, as almost like bringing all... Sort of all the things you've been interested in over the years kind of together in a way? In a way, but I
1: think that's only part of it because so much of what I did before was about getting underground or inside or behind a fence and, and showing the hidden part. And part of this was about what, what is the sign or the, the mark on the sidewalk that there's a water tunnel underneath? Mm. Or how can you tell you know, what's behind that wall just by looking at the wall. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is about really paying attention to the little details that that signify something else. And and part of it was that I want to do a project that I don't need anyone's permission. Yeah, I just want to go walk.
0: So it's, it's
1: visible New York.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I know, you know, you we we when we talked earlier you're not with the gallery now, but are you looking at shows or thinking about that idea?
1: Um I guess you always think about it. Yeah. it it's so hard to to go back in once you're out. Mm-hmm. Um eventually I think the right place will come up, but yeah. it's not my highest priority.
0: So what have I missed? What else? What else about this project and this work? You know, were you um the process of that you were going through while you were making it did you did you know you were going to break this down when you were sh- photographing in the way that you did in the book well i
1: think that's what that's what made it a project for me right away like mm-hmm. i thought okay there's not just empty spaces there's all these other things so from from that first realization that i was going to walk the whole city the whole borough yes there are lots of typologies here i don't think i realized right away what they all were mm. and how many of them would be interesting enough and how many of them would be uh, there'd be enough good pictures of so i'd say probably you know a few weeks in i thought okay there's more categories here than i expected do i go back and start over a little bit and i thought no i don't want to do that but i had taken enough pictures that when i went back to look I had covered a lot of those categories without knowing it. Oh, okay. So, so, so at, they were there,
0: right? And so you had the images, it was right, before the Or all some the of them, you know,
1: I knew there were going to be lots more playgrounds. It's okay if I missed a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Were, were you surprised that there were so many vacant spaces, even in like Soho, at all? Or
1: not really, because yeah. I, I mean, I've always walked the city a lot. Oh, and okay. I've always paid attention. I think the. The part of the city I knew the least was far uptown, mm. so Inwood and Washington Heights and places like that, yeah. which I've been on my bike a little bit. But even that's different than than walking it.
0: That's where you get those great views of the um, the old um, sort of broken down piers near the GW, right, the George Washington Bridge, and the, along the river. And yeah, I yeah. mean,
1: and there's some f- kind of phantom stairways that used to lead oh, yeah. into the water that are gone because of the highway. Right, and, and yeah, so many the leftover stuff there's this one photograph in the book of a it's a very odd corner it's right near a train station and it's it looks like the side of a mountain and there's enormous rocks and trees growing in it, and then at the top in a sort of a V shape are some apartment buildings hmm. and you just can't figure out how <laughs> it all came together survived <laughs> right. even and, and I'm afraid that someone probably will build on it but, but yeah but um, yeah those those were the Th- those those kind of surprises were much more prevalent in the north. In the north, right.
0: Um, and that's what. And, and I think even in the um, the introduction that uh, Carrie Jacobs wrote, uh, for him, a codex is more like a guidebook or a sketchbook. The book is also about all the things I know about New York, and then all the things I don't know about it, and all the things I discovered while walking. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I went in thinking, okay, I certainly don't know everything, but I know. A lot more than the average mm-hmm. New Yorker. And every day at the end of the day, thinking, I know nothing. <laughs> so, and I did an enormous amount of research before and, and before the whole project, and also just before each day for a particular neighborhood, and still came across interesting things and, and sometimes new to look out for them, like the stairway mm. that used to lead to the polo grounds. Oh, that, right. You know, sort of these little kind of relics that. You'd never know what it was, except if you had looked it up before. right. And, yeah. yeah
0: yeah, do you do you see the the kind of the work that you do in what what almost feels um like this the sort of pointing out the to appreciate these things that we have and the history of the things that we have does that does that mix in with your politics at all? Does that mix in with sure. Yeah. i I mean, I'm really concerned about public space being privatized
1: and and that's part of what this book is about. like. Don't let them take your space away. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm active in the in the cycling community. You know, l- working for more bike lanes and for fewer cars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, th- seeing how many parking lots there are, it's it, it's astounding to think how much space we give over to that. How much space we give over in the streets to cars when most people don't drive. So that's another part of looking at the city. You know, everyone takes that stuff for granted, and I want you to look and not take it for granted.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like no. in the there, uh, even under the with Bloomberg, there was a there was a push to be more bike friendly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it
1: really took off then, and it's changed changed the way a lot of people mm-hmm. get around in the city. But I think it's stalled and it needs yes. to be needs to be pushed again. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it, it, um, there was a real. I know there was a real pushback with drivers uh, after Bloomberg, to right. re, to try to right. reclaim and left turns and uh, yeah, <laughs> intersections. And de is not.
1: He he will talk about it as being pro bike, but mm-hmm. he's really not with his drives to his gym and saying that yeah. drivers don't park on the sidewalk, and we know they do, and that. It's okay to stop for two minutes in a bike lane, which could mm. cause someone his life. Right? You know, there there have been more more deaths from um, car crashes on on bicycles and pedestrians this year than yeah. the last few years. So. I mean, uh,
0: as tough as it, it got sometimes, uh, driving around New York under Bloomberg, mm-hmm. when you had to pick stuff up from a store and things like that, it it was better that they had this kind of zero tolerance for just pulling over. And waiting and did, did they have that? Oh, it was it was tough for a while. Okay. I mean, you you would I mean, get a I ticket. Driving this, I've never owned a car. The, the people who wrote tickets right, right. would write the ticket before you saw them, and then come up and just hand it to you. Really? If you I, tried I to would double like park. To go back and, to that. no, I I even right. got a ticket picking up from PhotoCare Okay, once, but still. Right. It was better. It yeah. was better for everyone, right. including driving. Well,
1: congestion pricing hopefully will yeah. make a big difference if there aren't so many exceptions to it that it doesn't change anything. Right.
0: <laughs> Try not to drive. Well, I come <laughs> in on the That's, I come in on the advice. weekends when it's a little less. Yeah. Yes. I, I take the train during the week and then I, right. I drive in on the Sundays. Okay. Yes. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> But yeah. I I want my kids to to be in the city too. So
1: yes, you know, yeah, yeah, right. And and teach them how to get around on mass transit. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. we
0: do. We hop yeah. on trains all the time. Right. Right. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I'm being judged. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, that's a good note to end on. <laughs> Uh, Thanks for coming in. I'm glad we finally got to do this. Me too. Congratulations on the book. It's fantastic. Thank you. It's just a beautiful book. I I love looking at it, and and I love the way you categorized it. Thank you. Go out for a walk. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And thanks for having me. All right. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.